listening to uh, Title Fight album, The Last Thing You Forget. Although I, if I remember correctly, this album is just a bunch of different EPs they had kind of just put on the one CD later and then re-released. At least that's what I thought I remember reading on Wikipedia at one time. And since it was Wikipedia, it's very true. Man, Wikipedia, I feel like it's right more than it's wrong, you know? It at least seems to be more accepted than when I was in college because the whole time I was in college, they acted like Wikipedia was just the worst thing in the world. And you know what? My buddy Dalton did make a uh, Wikipedia page once. It was so funny. It was uh, Throw Things at Susie Day. Me, Dalton, hold on, let me say this correct. Dalton, Susie, and I all went to the same high school and somehow they started a Throw Things at Susie throw things at Susie Day. I never threw anything. And if anything got thrown, I'm sure it was just paper and stuff like that. But just understand, it was like a weird kind of private homeschool schooling thing. And uh, there was like 11 of us. So we, w- we needed stuff to do. But I do believe the throw things at Susie Day Wikipedia is gone. Maybe that's Wikipedia trying to clean up its act. I use it. I use it. I definitely use it. But I do know that uh, certain subjects, depending on their level of importance, may need more information. You know, like, what album is this by this band? I'll, I'll try Wikipedia. But uh, why does the earth spin this way? I'll probably use the top answer on Google. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <sighs> so, guys, this Monday was the first full day that I took care of my son all by myself. And it went great. It was a lot of fun. I just, I made a couple of stations for him. I was like, we have this play area, this play area, and this play area. So when he got bored of each one, we'd move around. We watched a couple movies. Um, I watched Atlantis. You remember that? The Disney one, the cartoon. It was pretty good. I remember liking it back then a little bit, but I also remember back then I wanted there to be like music and it's not like one of the music Disney ones. So that kind of bummed me out. But now that I don't need constant song to entertain me, it was a good movie. We watched Extremely Goofy Movie. I think he did actually fall asleep for a little bit. He slept for like one hour. It was awesome. I think that's when I was watching Extremely Goofy Movie. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't too eventful. It was a good time cuddling. He can't do too much yet. I try to talk to him a lot, but I just know I'm going to have to say everything again later. But that's okay. I repeat myself all the time. He's going to hear the same stories his whole life. So I uh, Googled earlier turn of phrase or term of phrase. It's turn, T-U-R-N, in case that's ever been a complication to you. I just can remember. You know what, though? So earlier this week, I made some macaroni. I don't know how to make too many things, but I promise you, if you go buy some just mac and cheese in the little blue cart pack cardboard thing from the grocery store, Kraft, or even off-brand, even uh, organic, and you give it to me, I will make the best macaroni you've ever had. So, somehow we ended up with macaroni in our pantry this week, so I made some, and I just, it was embarrassing At some point, I realized I was frustrated that my fork and my mouth weren't working together better because I was wishing I could just shove it in there faster. You know, those are those, you ever have those moments when you're eating and you, uh, 
you like look at yourself and you go, geez, I'm an animal. That was an animal moment. And my buddy Kalen is vegan now. I don't even think he's vegan. He's like the boringest of the boring. And uh, he used to love mac and cheese. So I, I definitely snapped him some and I just was stirring it. <laughs> and I, uh, I apologized for doing it too, which is ridiculous because no one made me. But I just felt compelled. It is starting to be summer. It's starting to get really hot. I'm slowly figuring out what my summer attire is going to be. I don't know about other guys, but summer is one of the hardest things to dress for for me because I just feel silly in certain like tank tops and shorts, but it just gets so damn hot. My AC's broken in my car for the third summer in a row. So it's always, and now, now that I'm living out here in Sherman, everything I do is at least 45 minutes plus of a drive. And so like yesterday when I was driving home, I got stuck in traffic. And I was just pouring sweat. And it was only like 80-something degrees outside. And it's going to get up to like 111 at least a couple times. <sighs> I know what you're saying. Well, fix the AC in your car. Well, the AC in Haley's car recently broke. And she has the baby seat. And so that one needs to get fixed first. It's all about priorities, guys. I have felt so compelled to every person younger than like, I don't know. I, may, I think there's like this new father instinct kicking in, but I feel like when I look at younger kids, I want to like try to impart wisdom, but finding out how to, when to, and whatever. But I just feel so concerned. And I, I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, you know, it's weird. They've got the internet and YouTube, which is the internet. So they have the internet in a whole new way than when I was growing up. So they should know more about the real world, right? But why does it feel like they know less than I did at their age? I think they know more things, but the general flow, you know what the problem is? I think my age spent less time on the internet and didn't have it on their phone at all, right? Like, I didn't even have a computer until college. So through all of high school... Once I had dinner and you go up to your room and you get ready for Ben, what, do you, what did I do? I would draw pictures. I would write songs. I would play guitar. Um, I had a TV in there and I would play music videos from like compilation DVDs that I had. Sometimes I would watch just regular TV. Like, you know what? I've always wanted to talk about this. And uh, if there was ever a platform, this is it. And I just hope so badly that one day VH1 hears me on this. But VH1, in like 2003, was doing a top 50 most unhip-hop moments of all time. Something like that, right? And as they were going down, at like number 30, they played a little music video by an artist named Modest Yahoo. And they sat there and shit all over him for like a minute and a half. And I was sitting there going, this sounds really cool if y'all would just stop talking. And wouldn't you know it? Was that like 05, 06 when uh, I'm the king without a crown or whatever came out? And they were playing it everywhere. And I was so pissed off. I was like, oh, okay. So it's unhip hop when there's nobody telling you what to think about it. But as soon as it's selling, you're all about it. Yeah, of course you are. You money hungry corporation. I see you for what you are. 
But those, I love the 80s or whatever. I loved those. Growing up, VH1s, I love the 80s. I love the 90s. Those are fun. I enjoyed that. But that was so annoying, man. Just stand by. Yeah, I guess you know what the issue is. You become this giant entity, but there's a bunch of different voices in your entity. So it'd be like Johnny Corporations. And then I hired however many employees VH1 has. Any one of those little shits says something stupid, and then it looks like I'm that stupid one. So um, maybe I'm going to apologize um, to judging you, VH1, for that specific situation. But I still think you're money hungry, and you've probably you've probably done a handful of things that would piss me off if I knew more. I just don't care to go look. I'm looking at you, too. I don't know why. I picked the spot in my room that was like the VH1 building. I don't even know what I've been talking about, guys. Uh, did we go over due diligence? I don't even know if I want to add the we're going to learn something music to this because I googled due diligence in a sentence earlier and literally everything I see is just saying how to use it in a sentence, but no one ever actually freaking tells you how. The best one I've found is this one. As far as the jury was concerned, the lawyer had done his due diligence. So, I try to use that word way too much, and I think I'm going to put it on the shelf for a little bit because right now the only one I feel the only way I feel confident is when it's like past tense from someone else. If I tried to as far as the jury was concerned, I had done my due diligence. So, I guess I can use it for me too, not someone else. Yeah. But uh, I always want to say like, well, I just wanted to do my due diligence. That's the one I get confused on. Who cares though? You know one of some amazing when I was looking for this on the internet? There is a website called Grammarist.com and they have entire freaking podcasts where they discuss a phrase and the meaning, the term. Uh, what else? My tongue, man. My tongue's just not doing what I want it to sometimes. Speaking of that, my uh, carpal tunnel in my left hand's getting so bad, I'm just dropping things sometimes, which is weird because it clinches most of the time. So you think I'd be able to hold on to it more, but I think it just like, it, I don't know, it's starting to act a little, a little funny. You know what? I was talking about summer clothes and somehow was having a conversation with VH1. So back to summer clothes. I found these pair of shorts that make me feel like at least it's like something I would wear, and Haley likes them. You know what that means? You will probably see me in these for the entire summer. Except for when I have to wear pants. That's when I'll be wearing one of the two pants you see me wear anytime you see me wearing pants. I get frustrated with clothing, and I get frustrated with fashion. Fashion is so confusing to me. When people say they want to get... I need to have my cousin Danielle on this podcast. She works in fashion. I just would be worried about hurting her feelings because it's so freaking annoying. You know what really bothers me? Y'all remember the hard times of 2008 when every single store ever sold a guy's shirt with a skull on it? Dude, I had to wear the same shirts from like high school for like three years because even freaking button-up shirts with the little button had a skull on it. And it was like, who decided that every guy is going to have to have a skull on his t-shirt? I don't, I just want, sometimes, can it just be blue? How about just a blue t-shirt? And so when I find just a blue, a black, or a gray, those are like the three colors I'll go for. Sometimes I'll wear other colors. You can usually guess Haley bought it. But yeah, 
Just keep it plain. Nothing was as bad as the late 90s of Old Navy when they decided to put the word Old Navy everywhere on every single piece of clothing they had. Do you guys hear this? I'm like really struggling with my mouth right now. I did record vocals all day before this, so maybe my mouth is just tired. I was recording a whole bunch of hollering, a whole bunch of screaming, and uh, hopefully they don't ask me to sing at church this weekend because my throat feels kind of sore. I'll do it if I have to. It might not sound as good. But I get to use in-ears at church, and that helps so much. But it is really, you feel really disconnected from everything. That was the best part. See, growing up in punk bands, the whole concert was one thing. The entire experience, everyone was together. You were on stage, or you were in the crowd. But it was all together, and boy, was it fun. I was a part of this uh, DFW local punk community for a while, and they put out a whole handful of compilations, and my band got to be on one, but I have all of the ones they put out. It was so cool. So basically, it was a whole bunch of bands from the local DFW area, and they would, everybody would submit two songs, and then they'd pick two songs from one band. Oh, hold on. I'm doing a terrible job at this. <sighs> Every band would submit two songs, and then they would make a CD with those bands and those two songs. So then one CD would have about 20 band, twenty songs from 10 bands. Yeah. I am so sorry that was difficult. I'm going to try to bring in some music or something during that, because that had to be just awful to listen to. But yeah, so those uh, concerts ended up being a blast, though, because everyone's selling the same CD. So all these bands are selling your band's music, and so everyone's building each other's fans. Uh, everyone's getting each other's fans, and we're all having this one kind of community. And then we'd have uh, the DFW local punk shows. There was one show at this place called The Upper Room in Farmersville, Texas, and it was on the third floor. And uh, this band uh, called The Boxing Nuns, my buddy Zach Kirkendall, Chris Klebundy, Mark Needham, and Chase Rushing? No, sorry. Chase. Chase, I'm so sorry. Let me get. Let me look up your, your last name real quick. I don't, I don't say everyone's last name. I mean, Kaplundi and Koikendall. <laughs> That's, you can understand why I had to learn that because you just see them and your brain goes, what the hell? Um, Mark Needham lived in McKinney, so that was easier. And uh, Chase, man, we were in the same van for a little bit. Ross, holy shit, dude. I am so sorry. Chase Ross, Jesus. The easiest name in the entire group, too. So anyways, they were a band called the Boxing Nuns, and they were playing a show at the Upper Room. My band, called Realm of Refuge, was playing that night, too. We played before them. I think they might have headlined, or, or they were the second-to-last band. Anyways, we were, um, we were, everyone's having a good time, you know. First off, this venue, it's on the third floor, remember, and the way bands would load in, they had one of those super sketchy elevators, like, from, like, Super okay, so this is a small ass town in Texas, Farmersville. I remember they had a uh, Sonic, and then they had the downtown, and then there's where people lived. And they we would have these badass punk shows on the third floor of this building. Might I add you, they also did Taekwondo there, so it also had this like um dojo. Is that what it's called? Dojo, dojo. I'm so sorry for anyone that that made slap their hand into their forehead. So this venue had a metal pole in the mosh pit area, which is so stupid. And there's been several venues that have that. And I get it. I guess the support system of this of the building. But so 
The boxing nuns are playing. Everyone's been, it's been a great crowd all night. Um, people are stage diving and crowd surfing and skanking and circle pits. And it's just a great, wonderful time, right? So I'm standing there watching. The boxing nuns are playing. I'm having a blast. Uh, they had just released their two new songs, which were so dope. And so everyone's going nuts and everyone knew all the words. And this girl gets on stage and she decides to crowd surf. And she, and immediately I'm like, shoot, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. And all of a sudden she's getting ready to jump. And she, she's probably 12 or 13 at this time. Right. And I'm maybe 14, 15. And, uh, but she looks super tiny just cause she is, I just was also smaller, but comparatively as well. Um, but she lo- makes locks eye contact. She jumps into the crowd and I immediately go, I don't want to, oh, she jumped forward too. She didn't turn around so I could try- at least try to get her back. So she just jumped out, chest out. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. And I move. I was in front of the pole. I forgot. And she hit her freaking face straight onto that pole and then hit the ground. And oh my God, I think there's video of it. Someone has video of it, I think. It was horrible. Then, to make matters worse, DFW Local Punk comes out with a DVD and uh, it had a whole bunch of interviews from all the different bands on it. And at least five of the bands in their like interviews mentioned that show and when that girl hit her face on the thing. Luckily, no one realized it was me, I guess. But I'm telling you, it's been a long time. It's been, it's been over 15 years since then. That was 2005. So hold on. Am I right? 2005, 2015. That'd be 10, right? 16, 17, 18. It's been 13 years. Okay. Okay. We're good. <sighs> what else? Yeah, why does one person get to pick what everyone else is going to get to wear? That's the problem with fashion. Because something comes in style, and then every store you go to is selling that, and then there's the guy who just wants the... I mean, I already did this, but it's just so freaking annoying. That was super nostalgic for me to share that, uh, that punk rock show with you guys. Chase, please, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry. Chase Ross, dude, I know. I know. I just wasn't thinking. I've got music playing in my ears, you know? How long have I been going? Because this is kind of getting boring for me, and I'm sure it's got to be getting boring for you guys. Uh, about 20 minutes. That's not bad. Well, if you use Twitter, I recently found out that Twitter's apparently dying. So if you use Twitter, at the GMT podcast is my Twitter handle. You know, gathering my thoughts. At the GMT podcast is the Twitter handle. I'm going to make an Instagram, I think. I'm just going to try to interact with the world on the internet the way everyone else is. This is me doing it. I hope you like it. Sometimes it feels like it's more trouble than it's worth. But then at the same time, it's just kind of crazy. I was thinking of it this week. It's a lot like cussing in the woods. You ever heard Mitch Hedberg say that? Mitch Hedberg has jokes talking about satellite radio and the whole bit's like you can cuss in satellite radio just like you can cuss in the woods because there's no one there to hear it. Well, for me right now with this podcast and my Twitter, it feels like cussing in the woods. So, if you want to come listen, you know where I am. Love you, bye.